Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I have learned that sometimes God removes people from your life for a reason. If you have come across this post, then I can almost guarantee that you are trying to figure out if God is trying to remove someone from your life, or should you continue to try to hang on to that person in question? Because after all, it is human nature for us to try to hang on to someone that we love and we care about. God can be sending us every single sign in the entire world that he is trying to remove this person from our life, but we still try to hang on to that person. Now, why is that? Also, you can check out my video below on not hanging on to what God is trying to tear away. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. So first, God removes people from your life because you won't. As Christians, we should forgive. That is what God tells us to do. But you also have to understand that forgiveness does not equal reconciliation. In my book, Four Single Women, which you can click the link down below to buy, I said the following. As Christians, we should always forgive. But forgiveness does not mean hanging on to people that we know we should not be dealing with. Sometimes it is better to forgive from a distance. I recently read an interesting quote on Instagram that said that God brings our ex back into our life to see if we're still stupid. That means sometimes we want to hang on to exes knowing that they are not it and that they are bad for us, but then wonder why we keep breaking up and our lives are still miserable. That is because God is trying to pull these people out of your life, but yet and still you are bent on hanging on to them. One thing about hanging on to relationships that are not meant to be there is that God cannot bring the right one because you are so busy hanging on to the wrong one. In other words, just because you are Christian does not mean that you have to keep giving people chance after chance. Yes, forgive, but you do not have to let someone come back into your life and into your personal space to do that. You can also check out my video below on why you should forgive and not forget and also my blog post on why forgiveness does not equal reconciliation. Second, how can you tell if God is removing someone from your life? Think about all the people that God is trying to remove from your life. Oftentimes before God tries to remove them from our lives, there are always red flags. So what are the red flags you may ask? Some of them include when you are put in a situation and you have to depend on that person and they let you down. They disrespect you. They cheat on you time and time again. They pretend to be your friend but are really wolves in sheep's clothing, which you can click the link down below to check out my separate blog posts on frenemies. Whenever you try to make back up, something bad always happens or you find out something bad about that person. Have you been in a relationship or even a friendship in which they have let you down time and time again, but you keep giving them a chance hoping that things will change? Or oftentimes we make excuses for their shortcomings and keep letting them back into our lives anyway. Even though there are red flags all around us regarding this person, that is probably someone God wants you to stop dealing with. Case in point, when I was with my son's father, I tried to give him a chance after chance, even though he treated me like crap. Soon after my son was born, he became locked up, red flag number one. And soon after that, I found out he was still legally married, red flag number two. Soon after that, I found out he had a girlfriend, red flag number three. And even after still trying to give him a chance, he started to disrespect both me and my son. Red flag number four. And if you are a single mom, you can click the link down below to get my single mom's devotional. But the crazy thing about this is that there were so many red flags about this entire situation, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read. But I just refused to see it. 
and noticed that time and time again, the red flags kept popping up until he was just removed from my life. A huge sign that God is trying to remove someone from your life is that the relationship between you two will get worse and worse and not better. That is because God is hoping that it will get so bad for you that you will just cut it off yourself. And even there are times where God just removes the person from you if you just cannot seem to do it on your own. Also check out my video below on this topic that it's time for you to break up and move on. Third, when God removes people from your life, be glad and not mad. When God removes someone from your life, don't be resentful that they left, but be glad. Be glad that you saw their true colors. I know what you may be thinking, but it's hard to see someone be ripped out of your life that you care about. And you're right, it is. Do you think that I wanted to have to raise a child on my own with his father being in prison? Do you think that I wanted to find out that he had a wife and a girlfriend? No, I did not. And no, I did not feel like being glad at the time. But when God removed him from my life, guess what? I got a master's degree and a PhD because in the end, I knew that the only person I and my son had to depend on was me. In the situation I was put in, I had no other choice, and so I had to make the best decision for my life and fight on my own. I do not think that I would have fought as hard if I did not have to. But because of all these red flags that happened with my son's father made me realize that I needed to worry about myself and my son and what I needed to do as a mom. I do not think that I would have had to if I was not left raising my son on my own. Was it easy? Heck no. But there was a reason for it all and it all worked out for the greater good. Letting go does not have to include malice, but it includes doing what is best for you. And what is best for you may mean that you have to bid a person farewell and pray that they get some sense knocked into their head and change. But that sense does not have to be you and you do not have to be the voice of reason begging for them to get it together. Whatever transformation they need to go through may have nothing to do with you and it may take years to complete. But let them complete that on their own. It is their test to pass, not yours. Your test is to allow God to remove that person and go on with your life. The last thing you want to do is to wait years or maybe even never for someone to appreciate you. No matter how much you have tried to help them, pray for them, or want it, things to work out with you and them. You just have to let go and walk into a better future without them. It may hurt, but you also have to realize that is the best thing that you can do. God has a great future planned for you, and he can't give it to you with dysfunctional people around you messing it up. And last, when God's trying to remove someone from your life, but you don't listen. In the words of J. Cole, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. If you keep wondering why someone comes back in your life and they keep doing you wrong, then I want you to consider this. It is your fault because you keep allowing it. Do not blame them and don't blame God. God blames you because at some point when there are clear signs that you need to get rid of this person and you keep bringing them back in your life, then it is your fault. You have to wonder what in the world is wrong with you as to the reason why you tolerate being abused by someone else. You see the red flags. God is trying to tear them from your life, but yet and still we have free will. And if you want to be someone's fool despite all the clear signs around you, then go right on ahead. That is your right as a human being. But because you keep hanging on, you will keep having the same problem. Sometimes we just have to let go. And when we get to a point where we can truly let go, then that's when the healing begins. But when you choose to hang on to someone, then really you are just actively keeping yourself in a sad state of sadness and depression and even anger over a situation not going how you want it to go, when really it is your own fault because you just won't let go. And last but not least, I want to end with this. Remember that God removes people from your life for a reason, and if there is any confusion on if it is God, then remember this. God never removes someone from your life that you need. He only removes people who are holding you back. 
God will keep people in your life to help you and he will remove people if they are holding you back. That's why this is the ultimate test on if that person needs to be in your life or not. If you know someone who needs this information, then you can feel free to share this post with them.